Off the Ball. Getting inside the game. Sponsored by Ireland's favourite car brand, Ford. Go further. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. Are you kidding me? Hard hit into right. Back at the wall. Tie game. Big puppy. The grand slam. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Yes, yes, yes. What a great privilege, Donnie Mahoney. It is for me to be in the seat tonight. The pleasure is all mine, Adrian. It isn't, Donnie. It really is not. Oh, no, it is. Trust me. A... The, it's a very obvious thing for us to chat about tonight in the U.S. sports slot, given the dynamic of how things went down yesterday. Yeah. Well, can I just, before we get into this ad, mm. looking, overlooking us as we do this bit of radio in our studio is the great Donald Trump. Yes. Uh, live on Sky News, addressing, I guess, the people of Britain and, and this, the world. Does this concern you? President Trump, as I like to know him, <laughs> as he's known in my, my household. Are you concerned by the prospects of President Trump? Uh no, because but it's too far down the line. Right. Let's let's deal with matters at hand. <laughs> Mr. Trump, obviously a big golf fan. Yeah. Yesterday, surely would have been watching the dramatic events at St. Andrews as they played out and pulling, yearning for his home country, his Americans. Let me just Adrian, if we play the Ryder Cup uh, next weekend, who would win? Well, that's a that's a complex question right there, Donnie, but I'm going to give you the answer I know that you want. Yeah. The US. Spieth, the Johnson brothers. That Those are the, th- the three best golfers in the world yeah. right now. So it's just amazing how the golf world has tumbled in the last, uh, in the last 12 months. Remember yeah. Paul McGinley masterminding everything in, in, uh, in Glen Eagles last year? See, it does generally feel pre-Ryder Cups that the US are always the team that individually you look at and go... Well, they're going to win this thing. Yeah. But generally, that's not the way it's worked out over the last while. Well, you look at, you look at the way the world's changed now. Jordan Spieth owns golf. Pretty you much. Know? Like, yeah. it's amazing. Everywhere, like when you think of golf now, it's Spieth, Spieth, Spieth. Um, and, you know, people are just following up. You, it's, it's a conversation for another day. But the next Ryder Cup, when mm-hmm. we go back to America on the sacred soil of the USA, when David Love uh, takes the reins... It's going to be worth watching. Mm. Anyway, back to yesterday's proceedings. Mm. More, more urgently again. By the way, Rory McIlroy is still on the front of the PGA Tour yeah. golf game. No, so, you no, know. we'll see. So, Zach Johnson yesterday yeah. does the unbelievable. Yeah, well, I mean, the divinely inspired, you might say. You might say that somebody up above uh, was watching out for him. Somebody in the second floor of the clubhouse? No, even higher than the fourth floor of that beautiful hotel on the 17th green. Now, I'm talking about the big man, G.O.D. He has inspired a a tribe, a flock, a Mm. group of disciples on the PGA Tour to follow him. Um, I'm not saying this. I'm not. It's not. On the ninth day. It's not comedic to me. You might find it funny, but there's there's golf in uh, the golf fraternity in America. Uh, are very adamant about their Christian faith. Mm. And it's just a fascinating thing. We've got um, a clip of Zach Johnson yesterday after he lifted the Claret jug. jug. He was emotional. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he was teary, but his mind was on uh, his faith. Let's hear that clip. It hasn't set in yet, Tom, i got to be honest, but uh, I felt great. I mean, I felt great. I was patient. I had some scripture going in my head, and I thank the Lord. Um, I thank my friends. I thank my family. I'm just in awe right now. I mean, it's fascinating to me just, and I think a lot of people maybe on this side of the world find it, I don't know, offensive, is that the right word? But kind of, it makes them uncomfortable mm-hmm. to hear American athletes, and especially American golfers, bring God, bring God into golf. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you kind of peel a few layers back, you realize just how ingrained um, the evangelical Christian religion is in the pro golf game. Uh, and it's quite, it's quite a fascinating thing, just the relation between the sport uh, and sort of born-again Christianity. Mm, we, def- we, we scoff at it. You could definitely say we scoff at it. I yeah. think that's... Yeah. And I mean, now those, that religion is often linked to sort of right-wing politics as well. Those two things are sort of bedfellows in a way. Mm. But um, it's just a, it's, it's a, it's a strange quirk. And I, it must be an interesting thing to be a European golfer, to be Shane Lowry, to be Rory McIlroy, to be sort of in the company of these guys. The non-enlightened few. Yeah. I, I, to me, it's just, a, it's just a fascinating sort of aspect of, of the sport. It's mm. not too far under the surface. Um, there's a guy named Larry Moody who's been, who is the chaplain of the PGA. And since 1981, he's been conducting uh, these PGA, Bible, PGA Tour Bible study groups on the Wednesday nights before uh, big PGA tournaments in a sort of banquet uh, room before, um, before these tournaments, he'll just gather in as many pros as they want and they'll just read the Bible. Um, and everybody from Bubba Watson, Webb Simpson, Ricky Fowler, Zach Johnson, Matt Kuchar, Stuart Sink. It's a packed room. It's, these are the best guys in American golf and they're all uh, some way involved with uh, you know, evangelical Christianity. Max Adler is deputy editor of Golf Digest and he's written about this very topic and he joins us now on the line. Max, thanks a million for taking our call. Donnie's just been outlining, as I'm sure you've been listening in, how this thing works, which seems to bubble above the uh, surface for us uh, on the final day of these uh, major golf tournaments. We get to some exposure to it. Um, Johnson, we played a clip from there speaking afterwards about how much he recited as well. His Bible over the uh, closing holes, Webb Simpson, saying he did the same over the closing holes of his 2012 US Open win. On the face of it, you could assume that these are sort of very personal fates, as I said, that do bubble above the stillness and times of great success. But... Actually, as Donnie suggests, maybe a more structural faith at play here. Um, I, I'm sorry. What, what what exactly is your question? That uh, I've sort of assumed in many ways that looking at the Zach Johnsons of this world, that it was a very individual thing for them. But as Donnie's been outlining that, perhaps there's a more structured approach here. Uh, sure. I mean, it's it's complicated. Uh, is is the simple answer. Uh, you know that they. I think there's a the important thing uh, when, when non-believers hear golfers, you know, thank the Lord or or a higher being for their win. It's not that you know there's a great big hand from the sky uh, making sure that Zach Johnson's ball finds the bottom of the cup. It's he's trying to thank, you know, in his mature faith, he's trying to give credit to the Lord for helping him be the person he is. And and I think that just often gets uh, misinterpreted by, you know, people who become more offended uh, by these public proclamations of faith mm-hmm. from athletes. Uh, I suppose it presumes, Max, that 
uh, if you are of um, religious beliefs, that the Lord is particularly concerned about how you play golf. And, and I think that's uh, that would be the immature uh, view of that. You know, I, I, I mean, again, I am just sitting on the middle of the fence of this, but I did attend the PGA Tour Bible study, and I talked to a lot of these prominent players, and that's the message they, they hope isn't sent. That, that the Lord is on their side or that somehow they have their lives figured out. Uh, they, the ones like Zach Johnson who are, who are more mature in their faith want to send the message that God doesn't care whether they win or lose. God only cares how they conduct themselves um, and you know, that they give glory to God, as they say, by, by you know, living their lives to the fullest. Um, you know, it, it, it's weird having elite athletes, you know, live in this Christian world because you know these guys are they're dedicated to proving their superiority, which uh, is somewhat runs somewhat antithetical to you know a life lived with God. Is it a new phenomenon, Max, or maybe just you know, I mean, in in, in very recent times or beyond that, or? Is it just like the increased exposure that we have to players now through social media, media perhaps, combined with that confidence that you kind of speak about, that they feel comfortable enough now talking about it? Well, you know, it's probably a couple of things. Uh, one, yes, you know, if you're a professional athlete, your uh, reach is much wider today with social media. Uh, but more largely, we, we're becoming a bit more of a post-Christian, post-religious world. So those... Uh, that are left that are religious probably feel like more of a minority and therefore more of a pressing need to express their message, uh, you know, God's will and, and convert others. We've come through a time in this country of, uh, I suppose we were kind of transfixed for a lot of years with religion and the prevailing wind here is you know, probably one of a little, you know, less believing, more questioning thing really for us. The U.S. is a pretty broad church, um, so maybe this one's a tough one to answer, but how are these proclamations, if I can use that expression, viewed in the States? You know, I I heard you mention earlier that it must be uh, quite unsettling or off-putting for, you know, guys like Shane Lowry and other European stalwarts to have to, you know, deal with these... Bible-toting Americans. That was kind of the gist of the statement. And I would disagree in the sense that there still are a great majority of players here in America who are as equally unsettled uh, when they hear their fellow uh, golfers uh, or athletes, Mm. you know, give give thanks to God in, in post-game interviews. Uh, you know, Tim Tebow, we, he was a great American football star, Heisman Trophy winner who then went to the NFL. He was famous for, you know, getting on his knee and, and, and praying during the final moments of a game, and he was an incredibly divisive figure. So the point I'd like to make is that it's it's just as contentious uh, here in the United States as it is in Europe. Yeah, and that it's essentially, you know, the attitude, uh, you've spent some time with these guys, it's everyone else's beef, it's not their problem. Correct, correct. Max Adler uh, of Golf Digest, thanks so many for taking our call. Sure, thanks for being on the show. Cheers, Max Adler there from the US.
He kind of suggested I was immature, Donnie, but I'm mature enough to take that one on the chin. Hey, maturity is a great trait. And in fairness to Max, he brought the name of Tim Tebow he back did. into the show. Brought and to the table. I will, I will say uh, nothing wrong but that. To the you, altar. You've heard the book of Tebow in this program, have you? Uh, no. That's, you're unfamiliar with that skit? Mm. That slot. It's been aired about three times over right, the last three years. It. Okay. We might have to refresh might have to your memory that. there. Uh, Katie Taylor is obviously the one sort of Irish athlete who tends to be very open about her mm. faith. Um, and the thing here is it tends to be, you know, there's a very casual sort of, I thank God for things. And, you know, in the same way that you might say, uh, bless you to somebody who sneezes, it doesn't feel like an inherent religious thing. Yeah. Whereas, you know. Here's what uh, Tom Lehman says about that. Players, no matter what the sport, will thank their coach, their sports psychologist, their wife, their nutritionist. But the minute they get to thanking God, it suddenly becomes, uh-oh, that's taboo. But it shouldn't be, because God is there for them that way. He sure is, the big guy. Um, I did hear Zach Johnson talk about thanking his CEO last night, his yeah. wife. Where does that? Where does God, if, if, if the wife is the CEO, does that make God the CFO? Uh, secretary? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, is it what's, yeah. Accountant, well, maybe, yeah. Group, group director, above CEO, perhaps. Okay, it's a, it's We'd a, have to go back to Zach on this one. He's a, a board member somewhere in there. <laughs> he's more than on the board, Donnie. He's, he's running the show. Um, very briefly, Rain at an LA Angels game. Look, this is just a, a funny, small thing, but uh, and maybe people in Ireland won't underst- will be shocked to hear this, but there's the LA Angels, um, the, the basketball franchise, the baseball franchise in LA, they were rained out on Sunday against the, against the Red Sox. Mm. The, it rained too too much for the game to be played. You're just thinking, rain? What's the big deal? This, this team, they haven't had a game rained out in 20 years. California is, a, is in the midst of a crazy drought at the moment. Last night they had to helicopter water onto the baseball pitch there to get some water in there. Just a strange occurrence. Rain in California. It, it happened mm. Sunday night. Baseball couldn't be played. Baseball... Those games, when the weather's bad, they got a they they sit them out. They take a day off. It's a it's an interesting strategy. The great man moves in mysterious ways, Donny. I think is the lesson from this week's U.S. sports slot. That's every every week, I think. <laughs> Donny Mahoney, it was uh, my great pleasure to spend that time in your company. Ronan Gilson on Twitter: Do the lads not think that the guy who lost wasn't praying to God to win too? Uh, he's sort of paraphrasing Bob Dylan with God on your side. Um, but as Max said that's not really what it's about Um, more on US sports next Tuesday night Off the Ball Getting Inside the Game sponsored by Ireland's favourite car brand Ford Go Further